Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. Tonight, uh, Dr. Leviathan will not be with us. However, we are moving forward. Because we're here to discuss those internet stories. Most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have Kill Switch. So, for those of you just tuning in, creepypastas are short internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet with beyond wikis, Reddit no sleeps, forums. They're spooky stories that people uh, send each other. Go Google it. Um, and yeah, we're doing Kill Switch, which is kind of, like, I, I'd heard of Kill Switch early, like, beforehand, um, like, it's kind of up there with, like, kind of, like, fake video game, like, uh, like, urban legends, like Polybius, um, and so, and this is definitely one of the earliest video game creepypastas, um, like, it came out in 2007, around the same time that creepypastas started becoming a slang word on 4chan and, like, on the internet itself, mm. so... Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't done this one sooner. Actually, actually, I didn't even realize that this actually had a, had a actual creepypasta story behind it. Because the last when I first discovered it, I just knew like I just remember reading like a vague like outline of basically it's a, it's a weird video, cryptic video, that video game that you play, and then when you beat it, it 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 completely deletes itself from your system and you, you can't play it again. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Complete spoilers. Yeah. So um, it's credited to the archivist on uh, Invisible Games. Um, you can also check it out. So you can check it out on Invisible Games, uh, but you can also check it out at uh, uh, inniscreepystuff.blogspot.ca. I'll leave a link in the description below, as always. Uh, you can also hear readings of it on YouTube. Uh, one in particular is Creeps and McPastas reading. So. Uh, we'll just dive into this story. So, it's 1989. Uh, the Carvina Corporation released a game called Kill Switch, um, and it had a short-lived popularity among American students. Uh, I'm guessing at, like, universities and colleges. Um, the t- game is 2D, monochrome uh, style of, like, artwork, or, like, style of, um, of gaming with side-scrolling mystery horror elements. Um... And is about the uh, survivor of a Russian mine avoiding demons, ghosts, or sorry, demons, ghost miners, and other hazards uh, to escape. Uh, her name is Porto. Uh, there was a harder option um, of playable character named Gast, who is one of the invisible demons. Um, he's the stronger character in terms of like power, like he has like flame, like flamethrower ability, or like fire <clears throat> ability, and uh, um, poisonous gas ability. Yeah. But he's completely invisible. He's a completely invisible sprite, so it's hard to control him. So only a few people have ever actually um, gotten far with that character. I don't think anybody's really beat, like claimed to beat. Yeah, him. no. Like there's person. literally no sprite at all. It's not an yeah. invisible sprite. There's nothing there. Like, yeah, and you, the only way you can track him is by using his attack, because then you, that's where you know where he is. Yeah, but, but there, it runs out. Yeah, there's a the finite amount. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a cryptic story in the game itself of tragedy about the mine, um, and like how like. The government or the co- the company behind the mine basically like cut corners to keep production going and stuff and used archaic machines. 
Um, and then the demons basically came out of the ground and possessed the machines and shit. Um, and you learn this through, um, as the character Porto goes through, um, collecting, like, audio tapes and journals and testimonials from dead miners. <laughs> this is um, the game that was the precursor to all the annoying... Uh, audio logs that you have to pick up in modern days. Yeah. <laughs> All the modern games. Like Marathon. <laughs> or, like, uh, freaking everything nowadays, yeah. honestly. Well, I mean, Halo and some of that got that from Marathon, because that's how they told the story in Marathon. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, there's also an uncontrolled uh, size change uh, with Porto that prevents her or escaping until you find a secret place uh, that lets you control the power, that mm-hmm. size change um, and allows you to escape. Um, and then escaping causes white, uh, white screen and then the game deletes itself completely from your system and can't be played again. Carvina reps stated that this was to simulate how life works. Um, basically, but that's just life, to quote Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> a great quote from a great man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, players demanded more copies uh, or workarounds after Carvina alluded to a more secret uh, or to more secrets within the, the game itself uh, pertaining to Porto and uh, Gast's relationship. Honestly, kind of a dick move. Yeah. For a game we um, can only play once. Yeah. yeah. You guys missed a bunch of secrets, but you'll never see them. Because we're you have... <laughs> we only made 5,000 copies. Uh-huh. And yeah, they basically just created 5,000 copies and they refused to print more. And that um, last copy went for seven hundred thousand dollars. I'm getting to that. Uh, so yeah, they do, the copies dwindled obviously because there was no new ones being pumped out. The last one popped up uh, was bought at auction in Japan by a man named Yamamoto Ryuichi in 2005. He paid seven hundred three seven hundred thirty-three thousand uh, dollars. He was going to record like his playthrough, basically a let's play of it, to like show it's like, oh, I'm gonna beat the game, and then we all, all but all he actually ended up putting out was a a minute and forty five second video of over the shoulder shot of his of the avatar choice screen of the on his computer, him looking really haggard and Yamamoto crying. And that's basically the end of the story. Uh, it's not basically. That's how it that, ends. That's how it ends. It that's what it ends. Leaves on. it off on like Yamamoto was left crying. <laughs> so, um, my thoughts on this one. I had a couple of things with this one. First off, uh, like so, the re- way she, the way Porto gets um, her the ability to change uh, her so- or her size and stuff like that, like the player, I guess, gain access to that. Um, is she possibly ingests coal that has been turned into coke? And when I heard that, I was like, colon to coke, what the fuck? But yeah, coke is actually, I learned something today, because coke is actually a fuel type, yeah. um, a fuel with few impurities and a high carbon content, usually made from coal. It is the solid carbonaceous material derived from destructive distillation of low ash, low sulfur, bituminous coal. I was like, Those okay. a lot of words you didn't basically, even know what they were. <laughs> so basically, it's just a, a more pure type of like coal fuel. Yeah. Why is it called Coke, though? First time I said Coke, I'm like, why yeah, no, is there cocaine there? <laughs> well, I thought it was Coke, and then I thought it was Coca-Cola. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, it's just the process called coking. Oh, okay. Is that... Okay. So, and if I recall correctly, you have to refine the coal yeah. to get Coke... And you're in a mine. Well, they, uh, no they had, and they had furnaces that um, that also like let out fumes. Um, and they actually, uh, I did wiki- go, go on the Wikipedia page for the the fuel coke, 
and went down like it said like one of the war one of the hazards is that like you can uh they were there's a certain level of like toxicity that comes off of the fumes and stuff that went during the process that workers are only allowed like a certain amount of exposure during an eight hour shift yeah. before they have to be removed away from that system because again it's a hazardous <laughs> product but but the thing is like a refinery isn't going to be in a coal mine yeah but yet she finds a, a secret room with a with one of those ovens yeah video game logic yeah <laughs> it could just be that or you know, maybe that was another thing like this company was doing like they were trying to like you know but they're trying uh, to mimic life, and that wouldn't happen in life. No, they're trying to mimic life to the degree that you, once the game's over, you're done. Oh. Not the entire... Like, they're not trying to simulate entire life. Because that's just life. I know. Uh, well, there could have been, like, a refinery next to the coal mine, and there's, like... While they're down in the mine, the miners made caverns to go to and fro, so they don't have to leave the mine and go... You know, they were, like, ambitious and trying to expedite the process. For a minute there, I thought you were just like, well, maybe we're during the, uh, it was right beside the mines. And because of all the mining, something collapsed and it just came down with the mines with it. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Also, video games. Mm. Um, and, yeah, like I said before, besides Polybius, uh, this is one of those really early video game creep pastas that kind of almost border on urban legend because again I was I knew about this before I really knew about creepy pastas mm. and I thought it was just one of those like spooky urban legends about like a creepy video game um, which like, is what a creepy pasta is yeah but I mean like before I knew what the slang yeah. was or what the term was for yeah. creep pastas which really that's where creep pastas kind of stem from it's just they're urban legends that get copied and pasted they're, they're yeah. urban legends that are created and get copied and pasted across the internet um yeah, I'd heard about it before, but I didn't know a whole lot about the actual game, aside from that it was one that just kind of deleted itself afterward, and it was kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I read this one, um, I-, I knew a little bit of what I was going into, but I didn't know the depth of like the details of, of the story, and I kind of liked that for the story. Like this story, like it's narrative. It's a narrative of what happens in a video in this video game. But unlike some of the stories that we've done on the show, where it's either too long or too rushed or like skimmed through, mm-hmm. um, it, it or based on uh, based off of a pre-existing game, uh, and you need context to actually really kind of get the or to really have like the the nostalgia factor and to get the full effect. Of yeah, the, the full game. effect of the creepypasta or like of Innocence Ruined. This one seems like it has enough. Spends enough time. Um, with the details and like mm. running, doing like telling you about the game before it just kind of finishes up, it didn't really feel that rushed to me. Like we've had on other stories, like well, I don't know, Yakamoto, Yamamoto. We haven't got to that. that was a typo. We, have, we, have, we, haven't, we haven't got. That. Well, that's a typo. That's not mm. pacing, or that's not like how the story, like the well, the way the story goes. You mm. could argue it was rushed to be put on the web if there's still spelling errors. Yes, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> it, like narratively, like the way that it was written, it didn't feel that rushed. Aside from the spelling mistakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mistakes. There was one. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, I saw a couple too. Oh, like, okay. Grammar mistakes mainly, but oh, um, the way the game. We're not grammar can, Nazis here, so yeah, whatever. Well, we can are, but <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, the way the way the gaming community reacted reacts to this game. Um, <clears throat> In in the actual creepypasta, I might add, not the actual gaming community, um, reminds me of uh, like a creepypasta version of like the Wonka Bar craze in Willy Wonka, the Gene Wilder one, where like everybody wants this game mm. and like wants to try and beat it, and then it kind of just fades out once the last one's basically 
been taken. Yeah. Um, and also kind of shows the obsessive tendencies in people in this story, uh, because of, uh, like not just for not just for gamers like in general, but like people in general like want like obsessing over like some kind of like fad or like some kind of media craze thing. Um, though the whole like egg hunters and completionists. Um, idea kind of came to mind when I was uh, going through the story because mm-hmm. like basically these people like the people that are searching for this this game and want to complete it they are basically like easter egg hunters or like secret hunters that go on to like play through video games like go through their code and stuff like that um, and yeah try to find every little detail and like to be like to have that kind of sta- that kind of status of being the person that found those things yeah um, I was also surprised to find a wiki page for this fictional game. Um, oh, really? Like, it has that much of a following, even, like, still, like, after, since 2007. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still, like, a small, like, there's still, a, 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 like, a, a fan base out there for Kill Switch. Um, and I actually wouldn't be surprised if there are, like, mock-up versions of the game that people have done. Um, which yeah, I, tr- I tried looking on, like, the most I found was, like, people, like, doing mock-up videos, but I'm, I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised if we find, like, uh, like somebody's done, like, how they did for, like, uh, Pale Luna or uh, other creepypasta video games, like, Sonic Exe, like, like yeah. they make that game in real life, but just, like, as a, like, a silly hack that bases it off the story. Yeah. And speaking of, actually, yeah. when I was reading it, um, do you think it was an NES game, like, Kill Switch or Genesis? Because Genesis was- came out that year. I thought I, was, I always assumed it was just a computer game. To be honest, well, it would it would be a computer game what because it? of the files erasing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like I didn't, that's right. Yeah, like I pictured basically just people getting off of floppy di- like one of those large floppy disks because it was like back in 1989. So those were basically the media. There was no CDs. Yeah yeah. But yeah, like no, I, I picture it being like a DOS game or like something like for. One of the older computer models back in the early nineties. Yeah, not a. I just remember when I started reading. I'm like, wait, okay. Like before, I got to the part where they said delete itself right at the very start. I'm like, eighteen, uh, nineteen, eighty nine. Eighty nine. I'm like, okay. Uh, what came out in eighty nine? Uh, Genesis. Okay, maybe it's Genesis. Maybe it's NES. Maybe it's Game Boy even. And then I read it. It's like, oh, right, deletes. That's why you're the gamer in yellow. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's probably because I, I play video games and I'm wearing a yellow hoodie. That's one of the reasons. That might yeah. be why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, about column A, column B, yeah. a little bit of both. You know? There's some, there's some obvious reasons, and then there's some more subtle reasons. Yeah. I um, also, did anyone else think that at the end of the story, maybe the reason why Yamamoto was crying was because he was just had buyer's remorse? Because <laughs> he did yeah. spend a lot of yeah. money. That's a lot of money. Wow. He just started crying. He could have got a house, a Lamborghini, especially in Japan. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially if it was American money, like not just yen. Yeah. Well, yeah. How much yen would seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars be? I don't know. Does anybody have access to the? Uh, I, I don't have a, a, a dollar converter. to yen converter. Sorry, I, mean, I can get one. It's probably like a billion. Actually, I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> isn't like a loaf of bread like a thousand yen? Or something like that? Yeah, like, yen is fairly... Yeah, yeah. it's probably 700 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yen to... No, dollar to yen. Yeah. Are, are there other, are there other uh, currencies like that where they use massive numbers I know, for little uh, things? bot is like... I think bot or pesos. Oh, pesos is like that too? It's just because they have a low, very low currency thing. Uh, currency calculator, that's what I want. 733,000 yen... Is only six thousand three hundred eighty-three dollars. <laughs> However, if you reverse those, 
<laughs> yeah, okay, give me the answer we're not looking oh. for first. <laughs> uh, I think that's in a million? That is $84,170,000. No, or yen, sorry, yeah. yes. So it's... It's a big number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's yen, it's not that big of a number, although it's still pretty expensive for a fucking video game. Oh, yeah. Or like a, even a collector's one. Yeah. Yeah. And for yen, that's still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I wonder what was actually the most expensive game that's ever been sold to someone. Um, you know what? Actually, I, I wouldn't bet. <laughs> was the Saints Row the four one million dollar edition sold? What? Did not, what? What? Uh, they. I'm pretty sure the when they released Saints Row four. They released a million dollar edition that came with like a car and stuff like that. I did not know. Uh, I'm going to have to Google this. Uh, I don't yeah, know. We're not going to do that on the show. Wow. Seriously? <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure a lot of those, uh, those ET cartridges that they found in the desert um, went for a pretty substantial uh, sum. Seriously? Probably. They were, collect- they were basically just like collector's items to put on your wall or like as like a mantelpiece or something like that. I guess. I know that uh, actually Aaron from Game Grumps uh, has one. Does he? Yeah. I doubt he spent $700,000 on True, it. True, but who yeah. knows. Paid up a garage sale for a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. quarter or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's that's basically my notes uh, or my thoughts on this one. Um, I enjoyed the story, so... There for me there was, uh, oh uh, there was also um one the grammar there was there was a grammar issue I forgot to mention yeah, um, it was a grammar Nazi was, again I'm sorry what? well we already addressed the little bit of grammar yeah, yeah, and, and now you have to go on another tangent about it one one thing fuck off that's you wow. right now right. <laughs> go all right um and it's just like there's a couple of instances I saw where like words were basically like like one word when they should have been two. Like basically, there's a space missing from a couple of times. That's about it, though. If, re- if there was, I didn't even see it yeah. because whatever. Because you were <laughs> rushing to get it done to read the story. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I do. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So other than that, like again, that was a little bit of a nitpick, but. It does go on like it does. It, I thought I felt it was worth mentioning anyway. So, uh, but that's otherwise that's my thoughts on it. So, Mikey, he stands for evil. Ah, does it? Well, let, do let, you have to say his name yes. in its full extent? Yes. All right. Um, so to start at the end, uh, I did read some comments about the ending and about how he's cause at the starting screen and he doesn't know which way to go to play the game because he only has one. Oh, he's over, he's overstressing? And he's overstressing. And thinking about it, I was like, well, he wasn't overstressing when he bought the game. Like, that's a huge decision. That's a commitment. Oh, that's yeah. a commitment. So he's not going to just sit at the loading screen and be like, uh, staring blankly crying. <laughs> but also, like, there was nothing in the game where it says you pick a character and then you're done. You have to go through the character. It's when you beat the game. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's no stress in choosing a character. He can literally just go in, pick Gast, try to go, this bullshit, okay, I guess I'll go this one. That is actually something that, uh, like, pulls away from the game, is that there is no mention of, like... Like, yeah, it says, like, once you beat the game, that's over. But, like, what's... like and the, the, But what's stopping you from... Like, there's no mention that 
you can just like jump out and play gas character for a little bit, and then jump out and play. There is mention. They said that you can do that, didn't they? Did they mention that? Because because they said that people use gas, and then they're like, "This is bullshit. I can't even beat the first level." So they no, end no, no, up no, going I mean, like, to Porta. Like there's yeah, but like uh, like do they when you when you leave from Porta's uh, Porto's uh, save file or whatever or the the file or whatever, do you? Go from like to a checkpoint, like like where you like where you continued, or do you like go right from the beginning, like most Dude. early games? <clears throat> this isn't Fallout, where there's save files well, and what, checkpoints. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it's, it's an early game too. It's so. essentially you you start the game yeah. and you play through it. It's yeah. like loading up Super Mario Brothers in the NES. Okay, yeah, you load it up, you play. Yeah, and then it's once just you at the, the game, end. It, it, it's just with this game at the end, the the cartridge self destructs in five seconds, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. So. It's just your character selection. It, it's there's no save files. It's just so then, yeah. Like so it's just like seems weird that like people would be freaking out because like oh well. So man, there's a lot of people beating Porto's uh, thing and just finishing the game and yeah. And, they, and that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not uncommon for someone to beat the game. Pretty much everyone's beaten the game. But this guy's like, oh, I'm gonna buy this game and I'm gonna beat it and put it on YouTube. It, it sounds like he's gonna be the first to do it. Meanwhile, everyone's done. Yeah. And because the way I said that it would post on YouTube because YouTube didn't exist back in nineteen <laughs> or no two thousand five. It's fine. Um, no, I corrected myself because he did. It did state that he started did that in two thousand five, not nineteen eighty nine. Yes. So anyway, so. but um, but at the, oh wait, wait you, we're still going on a tangent. I'll go on my own tangent after. Well, you can't change your tangent. Thing. That's, 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 that's okay. Fine. This is how the story. <laughs> well, this is how and then it comes back goes. to me, and then okay, well, we go on another tangent. Like when I when I saw the ending because. I was completely under the the impression that you could switch characters whenever you want, so I didn't see it as he was stressing about that. I thought it was more of the the horror and the the actual creepiness of the game, okay, like yeah. it was getting to him or something. Yeah, just it being it having influence over him. Just having that, like, just basically like it it has this intimidation factor. Just the presence of it there. Yeah. Yeah, I could buy that. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really innately supernatural in this story, aside no. from the weird programming that deletes itself and makes it unplayable after. But it's not It's not supernatural. No, it's not all. really supernatural at all. It's yeah. just a spooky game. Yeah. It's just, a, it's basically a, a pseudo, a pseudo-natural, like, game, basically. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not so much supernatural as it's just strange. Yeah, but that's about it. Like, it's, the programming's it, weird. It's really just the, the storytelling of a horror game. Yeah. And like it says in the story, it's basically a precursor to like Mist or Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. Yeah, which wow. I, I, I did. Okay, I, I did have another thing about that. that. That's a bit of a misnomer too, because yeah. like Mist, you can't see the character, but it's first person. That's actually I was I, I was going to bring that up uh, in my in my notes because I did have the, like they use those examples, and I know why like the concept of those of those games. Like the the actual like the mystery and like the the genre concept of the, those games is a good like reason for to use those examples, but otherwise this game is a side scrolling two D platformer kind of game or mystery game that doesn't have anything to do in terms of like mechanics and whatnot with those other games because those ones are fully three D or no mechanic wise though but like just the the thought of it because like Mist. I, I haven't personally played Mist, but I know a tiny bit about it. It's it's like um, it's slightly it's a semi three D point and click adventure. Yeah, it's yeah. an adventure and exploration game, right? Yeah, and that's what you have to that do in really Kill Switch. Cool. Yeah, and uh, Resident Evil. Wait, no, it's Silent Hill. Silent, Silent Hill. Hill yeah. Sorry, um, it's straight up horror uh, survival. Survival, survival horror with like the, and trying to figure out what the, what's going on in this creepy yeah. town. And so I get to that, be honest, I get those concepts. To be honest, it's kind of more just more like Silent Hill than Mist. 
Yeah. Like, it, did Mist have any horror aspects at all? It was unnerving uh, in certain spots, no. but otherwise it was just weird. Like, it was more of a mystery game because you just yeah. weren't sure what was going on because you literally just get dropped onto the island of Mist. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I didn't really see. Like, aside from the mystery aspect of it, that's the only real thing, connection I saw with using that as the. As like, oh, it's a precursor to Mist mm-hmm. or, or Silent Hills. Um, well, it, they could have been saying it's a precursor to both of those things, not just like mm-hmm. it. It's a precursor to this one because it does this, and a precursor to this one because it does that. Yeah, and actually, like when I started, like the reason I didn't literally have it in my notes because I actually erased it from my notes because um, I also put into account the fact of when the story was made. Because when the story was made, those games were basically the examples for weird, mysterious survival horror games. Whereas now, um, I would have if this game, if this story had been written in say 2012 or even 2014, mm-hmm. uh, or even the present day that we're at now, um, I would use examples like uh, Braid. No, maybe not Braid, but um, same same artist basically did the one called um, uh, Fear itself. I want to no, not Fear itself. Fuck. It's basically a 2D platformer, survival horror, where this guy is walking around. Uh, he's the only human left. Everyone else has been mutated to horrible monsters since the apocalypse. Mm. And he's basically just going around surviving in this dingy apartment complex um, and finding out about the world be- uh, world um, before like all this happened yeah. and like finding out what the mystery is about why he's, he's the only one left. I think it's called like Alone or something like that. But... It's basically a two. It's it's very similar to like in the style and like design of this game, where it's a two D platform or two D um, side scrolling mystery uh, horror game. Yeah. Um, but it came out in like twenty twelve or twenty fourteen. I can't remember which one. Hmm. And not near the time when this one came out in two thousand seven. So yeah. like maybe the reason because it came out in two thousand seven, the at the time the only games that were really out there that matched the genre or the type of this game, for examples to put in the story, were Silent Hills and Mist. Did Mist come out in two thousand seven? Mist no. came out in like Mist was out in the in the nineties. Like That's what 90s. I thought. Yeah. At the same time was like or about yeah. mid nineties at least. Yeah. Um, and then Silent Hill came out in like the late nineties or early two thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just saying like that's like into the guy who wrote it in two thousand seven or the, whoever wrote this in two thousand seven didn't have those other these new examples. Yeah, there was no game because, that was actually like it. Yeah, there was 100%. no like uh, retro craze, and there was no real mystery horror like game that kind of matched or that was popular or yeah. matched it back in like prior to that so long story from... short I don't have a problem with the comparisons he made <laughs> mm, yeah <laughs> that's the quicker way to say that sorry <laughs> um yeah sorry I don't... Well, that was a long tension I guess yeah a little bit sorry you keep going alright well it's now turn uh, time for me to don the hat of the grammar nazi oh okay. <laughs> you the grammar nazi um early on uh, porto awakens in the dark with wounds in her elbows confused so the wounds are in her elbows <laughs> they could be internal wounds yeah, not external how, wounds. How do you display that Magic. in a sixteen-bit? That's wrong. Oh, or audio. It's like, oh god, my arms. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ow, inside my elbows, it hurts real bad. <laughs> oh god, I feel like I'm internally bleeding. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> and to be honest, when I read it, I read it as on elbows. Yeah. 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 Then that's the thing. Like on versus in versus in. 
They're complete opposites, but it's fine. <laughs> I I just glance over things like that because I read it the way I see that it should have been. Regardless. I used to be like that <laughs> until this show. Oh, great. Okay. So you're going to ruin me? You're going to ruin my typo knees? Yes. Great. Yes. No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you can fight I'll challenge you on that. You can fight tooth and nail on that one. Yes. And uh, there was a lot of run-on sentences. Oh, shit. In this. I didn't notice them. Was there? Uh, yeah. I have one here. Like This is the first one that I made note of just because <laughs> it's so bad. Um, seeking a way out, she ascends through the levels of a coal mine in which it is slowly revealed she was once an employee, investigating its collapse and beset on all sides by demons similar to Ghast, as well as dead foremen, coal golems, and demonic inspectors from the Sovatic Corporation, whose boxy bodies were clothed in red the only color in the game. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw at least yeah, two... Yeah, maybe that's I, I see a lot... At least two, two... I saw at least two opportunities to put a period there. Two? I saw like four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. There's no period until the end of that. Wow. And, uh... Okay. Yeah, I did not notice that. <laughs> but you know what? Someone typing it out, he might have just accidentally put a comma in where it should have been a period. Yeah, that, that's not my problem. Oh, no, it's problem. not. I'm saying this is kind of also part of, the, part, part of the point of this podcast. I suppose. <laughs> and it was interesting to note that red was the only color in the game. Just yeah. because uh, when he said that, I actually went back, like, so it's more like an Atari 2600 game where you're limited no, in color scope. But... No, I, th- I thought it was more, yeah. it's an artistic thing, like yeah, Sin City yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But it's just, that's a lot of red to be in a yeah. game, and it would be hard to distinguish shapes if... <laughs> You got black, you got lightish kind of black, you got super dark gray, you have well, dark gray. That, that's assuming gray, that uh, light black gray. and white are, aren't colors. They are shades. There is one color in this game and it is red. And it has a value of shades as well. Yes. But black and white wouldn't be there. No. No. Yes. So. It's black and white and red all over. <laughs> I'll just leave. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Get out of your house. Yeah. And uh, gas being invisible is one of the worst game design choices Yeah, I don't ever. understand why he had to be invisible. Like, like, just, d- I, I, like, also, like, it's like, oh, I was fighting demons just like gas. I was like, wait, so you're just fighting invisible entities? Yeah, I didn't understand yeah. the comparison. Yeah. Because they're not invisible, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem like... Like... Yeah, Ghast's, like, I, again, I understand, like, make Ghast invisible because it's more challenging, or it's really fucking challenging, and you don't want anybody to, maybe there's some secret, like, maybe they put some, like, revolu- like some revelation at the end of Ghast's story so that's so mind-breaking that they just wanted to make it super hard to get to Yeah, get to definitely. Um, that will connect, like, his story with Porto's, because <laughs> it's... Uh, people assume that like the reason why uh, like the the gas that Porto inhales at the beginning of the story and uh, beginning of her levels is that it's actually she's inhaling gas and that's why yeah. she's able to change in size and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, like, making an invisible character 
aside from like a really like just like in order to ensure that like only a select few might actually beat the levels to get to the the goodies at the end. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a dick move on the. It really is kind of just a dick move on the uh, Carvino Corporation's part. Or it's just them wanting to make the character seem more. Inf- like more of an influence in the area and not an actual physical being, more supernatural sort of thing. Because it's something you see, then it's, I don't know, it's more real and less, kind of what I just said, more supernatural. less <laughs> supernatural, you know. Yeah, cause I, I, I kept, I kept like visual, trying to visualize. You can't visualize an invisible ghost. I was literally, well, because yeah. I knew it was a demon thing, so I just kept visioning like a pixelated looking demon, the creature. <laughs> but. Invisible, so it would like periodically like vanish from my mind's escape. No, of like, doo, doo, doo. Yeah. no, no, no. It may visualize anything, just visualize gas. Yeah, it's just a weird yeah. like it, thing to put into the game. Story. Design is a horrible, horrible choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hardcore mode, which, which makes yeah. you go, Why would anybody want to play this game? <laughs> Apparently, a ton of people were like, Oh man, we need to well, maybe to beat the game. It would be also, it was 1989. Game experience too. It was 1989. What was really at, the, at that point? Genesis came out in, in colleges and universities. What do you mean? I don't know because there's a mentality when it comes to like at least for college, uh, like the college I went to, um, where like there are there were a ton of people that would go into libraries, computer systems, and literally just like like land game, like play like multiplayer games yeah. and stuff like that, like yeah. in secret. Um, so there was that little community. Like I, I can see, I can see that mentality of like why he chose like the again the author chose like the college and university crowd for this. But did he specifically yeah. count like American students? He but says specific. I don't think it could have been any age big for college and university in 1989. No? Oh, I guess yeah, that's not, true. No, yeah, again, yeah, I guess I'm again also skewing it with modern conventions. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so... All those kids playing high school Kill list, Switch on their iPads. Still. Yeah, well, it... Really, we are from the computer age. Because yeah, it yeah. started becoming popular more when we were doing... Yeah, yeah like, there was computer labs back in the day. Yeah. That's about all I remember. And then, like, they were, like, basically just a small room with, like, ten computers max. Yep. Yeah. That kids had to share, yeah. So back then, they would be more, like, if you have... Well, were even home computers that popular then? Uh, I think in the late 80s and early 90s, they were starting to become a thing. Yeah. Because of the Macintosh. That's and... pretty much the only way you'd yeah. play, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. So So then I don't understand why there's, like, why there's a focus on like American students. That age group. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maybe, that yeah, was the that's target. What it was. Okay. Yeah. I went too literal then, I guess, with that one. In it's not like you have to be in school to play I, this I, game. For some reason, it's I just... immediately went to, like, because, again, like... I for some reason went straight to Amer- to like the modern more modern convention of it. Yeah, I went to like well like the internet the internet crowds in colleges and universities because that's a big thing. But nowadays, but yeah, yeah, I guess at that time it wouldn't be all right. Nope. Yeah. Um, do and because uh, if it's like a like kid level like student level of kids, yeah, this game like I can see this game story kind of like blowing some of their minds. Just like what the fuck? Yeah. Like again, being a precursor to Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this creepy past. There was a few moments um, where the author says, "Oh, well, this guy figured something out about the game, and then it was lost because he has vanished, vanished or something." And then these people figured things out, but they. That username no longer exists, and da 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 da. Like the 
the lack of proof does not prove that the game existed or that yeah. there, they figured anything out. Well, I don't see this game. I don't see this being like like somebody trying to like say, "Oh, this game existed, guys." I think it's more or less just like a fictional. It's just supposed to be just intent, just straight up a fictional game that existed. But like because the way it was written. They're doing it very so, realistically, though, yeah. because they're saying if it was released, this is these are some things that happened. Yeah. This is that are some, either right. believable or not believable, depending yeah. on who you are. Yeah. And like we said, like I said earlier, like there's a, like a, there's still a fan base for this pasta, mm-hmm. like with its own wiki and stuff like that. So, yeah. Sorry, Mike. Keep <laughs> we keep interrupting you. Well, he goes on interesting... He, he brings up interesting topics that we have to... Converse with him upon. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are a discussion <laughs> podcast. Yes, that is literally what we're here for. Alright, and uh, this one is something where the wording could have been better uh, because I read it and my mind went in a different direction. Um, so this is where it gets to that special hidden room where people took forever to figure out what yeah, to the do. Coke room. So it goes, if Porto ingests the raw coke, she will find her body under control and can go on to fight her way out to the final levels of the mine, which are impassable in her giant state, clutching to the tape containing this extraordinary story. However, as she crawls through the final tunnel to emerge above ground, the screen goes suddenly white. So the issue that I have is that uh, she will find her body under control. When I read that, I was thinking cutscene. Like, yeah. she takes control, and then it goes through the rest of the level, and then white screen. Yeah. Uh, because, and then from that, I was thinking, okay, well, ingesting the coke probably isn't good. No. <laughs> so it probably is like, oh, it kills her, and then she becomes a ghost from that point forward, and thus she can yeah. go through the large areas. Or small areas because of her size. Type so that's a good thing. interpretation of that. Or she turns into ghast. And that's actually like ghast is actually the story after Porto. Yes. Which Gast. you can't play because it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the race. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that, I, it just didn't click with me until we were talking about yeah. it here about, oh, her body under control so she can change her shape. Yeah, and that's, but yeah, it's like so she just died. The, the sentence was was kind of weird because at the start I was the same thing. I was reading, I'm like, what? And then I had to c- continue reading the entire thing and going, was it multiple sentences? What you read there was that, that was only two sentences. Okay, well, but I, the first one could have been more. <laughs> yeah, well, um, when I was reading it too, I had to keep reading to understand what it was talking about because it didn't yeah. immediately explain it very well. Yeah, I also. I, now that now that I'm thinking, I was like, yeah, I do remember like stumbling on that, like yeah. under control, and few, then like, wait, what? It, it should have been something like, after she ingests it, she finds her growth powers are now under her control. Yeah, I also just thought it was you poorly know. written at that point with that with that sentence because of like, it didn't seem like it was written well, like to to show that like she, you suddenly gain control over the 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 size change. Yeah. Where yeah. now, like, yeah, under your, yeah, or it could be that, like, she just, it cuts, it goes to cutscene because she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different ways you could interpret that sentence, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, it just didn't really work for me at all. Yeah. yeah well, it didn't uh, work for you enough that you, had, you have to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we've already touched on the Yamamoto Yakamoto. Yes. Well, actually, we didn't quite bring it up. <laughs> no, I just mentioned it in passing. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. brought up yeah, originally, so go the for Yamamoto, it. Oh, yeah, so the Yakamoto Yamamoto just typing a spelling yeah, error. Yeah, it, it's just a spelling error. Like the first time, it's Yamamoto, and then he gets the game, and it's Yakamoto, and then from then on out, it's Yamamoto again, and it just. So just a, a maybe sad, it's symbolic. It's just a sad. Type he's Yamamoto, and then he buys the game. He's like, "I am now Yakamoto because I own this." And or, then he plays the game. He's like, "No, I'm just Yamamoto." Ah. <laughs> I lied to you all. <laughs> or maybe Yakamoto's like the um, the twin and the one that spent the money on the game yeah. for Yamamoto. Yeah. To play. <laughs> so yeah, the, I actually looked at a. A video that had a bunch of games that were released in 1989. Yeah. And the graphics on those, I was like, whoa. Because they actually rival some of the stuff that's being released now. Yeah. Like, in the indie scene. Yeah. Like I said, Genesis came out there, so... It's probably around Sonic the Hedgehog time, right? Yeah, well, yeah. the other thing is, like, the, the, a lot of the indie scene now is, like, try, basically using the retro styles and some of that. So they're basically yeah. just going back and using... The same styles as back in the early days yeah. of gaming. Yeah. Don't fix what ain't broken. Yeah. Hell, yeah. even Sonic's going back there. Yeah. One of the newer Sonic games they're making or just fully, came out or just something. Side, like yeah. 2D side scroller, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know what? This is the only one that worked. So let's go back to it. doesn't this. work very well. Well, I, I was listening to some uh, Game Grumps episodes and they were, they were talking about it how Sonic sucks and then it's like no why does he suck well because they don't know what to do with him yeah because in a 3D universe we talked about this too didn't we how he's like impossible to control because he's so fast yeah whereas Link and Mario they're running around at normal speed so you can comprehend everything happening and do your things yeah you're not just Sonic just Eating a chili dog and then gotta go fast. And you know yeah. that they can't and that find a way. To make a racing game, like just a car racing, but car racing. They did the that, but that doesn't make sense. All right, this is not Kill Switch. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> continue. <laughs> when we do, when we do Sally.exe. Okay, fine. Because well, it's the sequel to Sonic.exe. Oh, great. We do, we can go onto it onto Sonic tangents. All right, fine. Dr. All right. Okay, fine. Long story short, fuck Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) And now I have the contempt of all of your Sonic fans. Oh, no. Yes. (laughs) Continue. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for notes. Okay. So those are the main issues that I pointed out. I don't know. It seems like almost... Like, they wanted to make something just for that statement from the company to say, Oh, it mimics life. And <laughs> well, that's basically what I was getting from. I was kind of, like, I was... It, it might have come from, like, last week's uh, uh, episode where, like, I couldn't find the message like or, like, the meaning for why this... Because when it comes to Lost Episodes... The usually the meaning of the message is like like innocence destroyed or something like that. Yeah. But there. Uh, but like for this, so I, I was actually like thinking back on that for this one. I was like, well, what's the meaning of this game? Like, why is this game made? Why? Why? What? What's the point of it? What's the meaning? Um, but of the game in, in the story. But in the story, in the story they story, literally tell you the meaning. Yeah. It's the. It's yeah. Like they tell you like. Well, they say it's the. There's uh, like cliff notes from the actual developers telling you the reasoning. Yeah. That the it's game. the destruction of or it's the, the end of life or it's like basically trying to simulate like. That you don't get a second chance 
once you've beaten the game, you know, yeah. like that's it, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was trying to like for this one. Like I was trying to like, and that's really what it is. It's just it's handed to you in this one mm-hmm. yeah. versus like fucking where you're like, Jerry, versus Tom and Jerry VHS, where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I just read? Like, now, do you like that, or you were you like, oh, I mean, when it just told you? No, no, I mean, like, because at least they, I, I feel in this one they left, they gave you the information, but they also left some ideas, some questions for you to ask yourself. Yeah. Hence why we're so, still talking about it. Yeah, exactly. If there was no questions, we'd be like, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I feel like, I don't know, I just, and maybe it's because I have some reverence, reverence, reverence for brought, this game. Well, you do, there's two reverence behind you. Oh, God. Uh, the reverence for this game, like, mm-hmm. being, like, one of the oldest video game creepypastas. I am a fan of video game creepypastas, yeah. whether they be shitty or not. Mm-hmm. Um... So, like, this one, like, kind of has, like, like oh, like, this is, like, looking at this one, it's like, oh, well, this is one of the oldest ones, like, and pos- so maybe it did, like, maybe this is, like, where it's, like, was done good, and then mm-hmm. all the other ones are kind of just tried and failed. So, yeah, when yeah. I was looking this up, the brief little bit of research I did early, um, it was saying that it was, like, there's lists of, like, the top ten video game creepypastas. And this is one And of this, them, right? yeah, that popped up as one yeah. of them. Yeah, it's one that I've, I, I, I'm surprised we haven't done on the show earlier. So essentially I came into this with high hopes because of that. Yeah. But, like, I still, yeah, I, I, like, at the end of, like, at the end of the day, like, even despite its faults, like, I still think that this is, I, I didn't, I did enjoy the read of this one. Um... There are some things that could definitely be fixed in the story, like as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably even recommend it. But we'll get to that in recommendations. Yeah. Uh, Gamer Yellow, do you have anything extra to say on you, on your side of it? Sure. Now, so, like since we've now get our things, and yeah, we've kind of interspliced our own opinions in other people's. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my my questions have been answered throughout our discussion. But number one, let's start at the beginning here. Hmm. Kill switch. Why? Why, Why is it called kill switch? kill switch? Is there anything in the actual story about a kill switch? I think or anything. I was under the impression again, kill switch meaning like that once you beat the game, it, it kills itself. Oh, it, the game yeah. itself is a kill switch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but not lore wise at all. No, no, no. In terms of the story of the game, like the game, the game story, it it's not the reason. But like, it's, it's, it's almost like the it's almost like if they made another one of these games, but with a different story, it would be kill switch then uh, colon the game name. Yeah. Kind of thing, like because that's the story. Meanwhile, but the game is a kill switch because it kills itself. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah that makes sense. That makes immediate sense now. Okay, amazing. Okay, um, I don't know if I had any other things to bring up. Honestly, I think we kind of touched on everything. It is kind of what happens in the sh- on the show. Like, yeah. that's what I just like ask everybody just to make sure that like, I'm not like. Like I'm not excluding anybody else's like mm-hmm. any other suge- further suggestion or further ideas that uh, anybody has prompted up, but um, yeah, yeah like, I, it, I didn't really have a problem with it. It went pr- well, actually. Um, compared to the other ones I've read, pretty much every creepypasta is some kid or some guy recalling an experience that happens with a messed up video game. Whereas yeah. this one is kind of it's not anyone saying their own experience with it. It's almost like it's just it's hearsay. Just someone describing a 
a game that's there. It's, that's not that someone has it and they had a bad experience. It's just this is something that's happened in the world. That's that's what I meant when I brought up uh, earlier with mine. Um, that this feel that, like we've done stuff like like game game stories like this, but it's this one's different because whereas the other ones basically do like a rundown of like a game's like levels and stuff like that, like yeah. almost like scene level for level. Yeah, this one really again is just kind of a hearsay rumor. Or like, or like, just straight up, it tells you the story of the game of what's goes on in the game. It doesn't go like, oh well, you then have to break like break this block. Yeah, it's just or like, like a plot. Porto song, has yeah. to like navigate this like level, this gauntlet of like ghasts or like demons and uh, invisible ghostmen. You have to use the the shotgun tool or or you have to use like the pickaxe to like get these guys. Because yeah. we do that, like we we hear that in, the, in video game creepasses. And I think that's the the wrong way to do it when you're describing a, a world a, a game. Like you either you're not really supposed to focus on like level design because that's kind of boring. Like as, well, yes as, and as no. A, as a layman reader, not necessarily because the more you well, it can go either way. If you don't explain enough, it leaves it up to the reader to mm-hmm. use his or her imagination yeah. to imagine what it looks like. Yeah. Whereas if you describe everything in giant amounts of detail it's already there for you but if you explain it too much then it's kind of like it's what you like, said where it's it becomes like, a manual basically becomes a walkthrough yes um, and this game and like with this story and then we've had ones where like they rush through like uh, basically skim through like the plot or like the world or what the game is about mm-hmm. and we're just like what, what's this game about yeah uh, but this one I don't know to me it felt like there was enough here to let my mind like figure out what the mechan- what the game's levels were kind of like yeah while also not going too in depth to uh, become a walkthrough, basically. Yeah, so. it, it was kind of light on the descriptions, but, but it, it, it came it, out balanced pretty good. I'd yeah. say. Like I say, it actually focused on like the important stuff that the re- that, they, that the reader wanted to, really wanted to look at. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. <laughs> uh, more or less, it's more or less you know just the game's just different or the. The creep pass is different because most of the time it's a dude reading it and then nothing happens. And that's yeah. I said it before, like nothing ever happens to the person. Yeah. And I was thinking about this earlier. What the comparison is, um pretty much the few like I haven't read that many creepy bosses to be completely honest, but um just the video game ones that make you sit. No, I mean <laughs> even even specifically video game ones. Pretty much they're all it's like this. They're all, like, watching a horror movie. Yeah. Okay? It's it's a horror movie. It's scary. Woo, ah, I'm scared. You know, that's fine. But, but nothing actually what I kind of want from a video game creepypasta is instead of it being um, watching the ring, I want to be the guy in the ring watching the movie when the girl oh, comes man, out of the TV. man. You, you know, would have, you would have liked Ben Drowned. Oh, probably. Ben Drowned was basically kind of like that because, and even even Doctor Leviathan had uh, had to agree um, that so the, because Ben Drowned is basically a guy plays Majora, a haunted Majora's Mask cartridge, mm-hmm. and the demon creature that is Majora's the, that's Ben Drowned yeah. starts leaking into the guy's like every day. Like he starts seeing like the statue. Yeah, that, that's the shit in, I like. like when he's like in a drive-through. Yeah, um, or something like that. Like it's like fuck. Like it's terrible. Like it, that one was actually like good. In that it actually had the creature influencing the real, yeah, it had the creature influencing the real world, or like the princess, 
uh, is another good example of a good video game creepypasta where it's a creature that causes problems in games uh, and, and in popular games. So like, so you get that nostalgia factor for mm-hmm. people who have played some certain games. And like, they give you a broad span, like Banjo Kazooie, Zelda, uh, but even like F Zero and Mario games, like a huge spectrum of like those '90s classic uh, video games. Yeah. But then. Um, it actually the the game the entity in the game like as you're playing the game like people are found dead later on being like bludgeoned to death as if they were hit by a fucking freight train yeah um in their in their room or something mm. like that so like it has that kind of um, more visceral threat level yeah where that 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 misses a lot in video game creep bosses where especially with the Pokemon creep bosses where people at, at best. Uh, the the victim or the the person narrating the story is just left at the end of the story um, traumatized traumatized uh, scarred mentally or yeah. broken yeah like, emotionally so it's just like that's but that's the only threat like it's a lot more visceral a lot more um, mm. interesting if you kind of like blend in like the physical threat with the strange like, yeah I agree metatextual thing of it so yeah it's pretty much I thought video game creepypasta is going to be one way or the other yeah either nothing happens to the dude or a lot of things happen to the dude where this one was different because there was no dude involved at it all just really it's almost like you're reading a news article in a paper about yeah. the video game like about the stuff that happens around it's this more video of an game. editorial story than yeah. like it's mm-hmm. more of a narrative th- done through an editorial than a more traditional like story like like account yeah exactly there's less of an emotional there's less emotional like tie to the story but it still has that because the person wrote this it wrote an inter, like wrote an interesting editorial rather than just like a bland textbook yeah definitely I kind of like that yeah all right. Um, well, if there's nothing else that anybody wants to bring up, and by all means interrupt me if you you do. Uh, there's something else that's going to go on, but I've lost it. Oh no! <laughs> as soon as I started talking about the last one, I was like, "Oh right, there's another thing." Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's gone now. All right. Well, if it comes back. Later. Yeah, fine. Whatever. You can always add it. Uh, you can always put it in uh, if you remember it later. Um, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Future me, I'm sorry. I'm loaded. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess we'll go into recommendations. Yep. So, yeah, I will recommend this one. Uh, does it have faults? Of course it does. Um, like, there are issues with the spelling, or with some, with very Immediately minor... Immediately the spelling. Well, you have to put that into account, <laughs> yeah, I know. a lot I'm of them do. Just, I'm just... Minor, minor spelling and grammar issues, um, run-on senses, but at the same time, like, again, this is kind of one of the, this is one of the first creepypasta video game, or vi- first video game creepypastas to really kind of, like, gain popularity and gain, mm-hmm. um, uh, following. gain a following, and I think there's a reason, uh, there's, the, there's, there is a reason for it, like, it is actually a pretty decently written story, all things considered, yeah. um, like, it doesn't force in any kind of, like, weird, like, baggage that, like, of a character, it's really just kind of more an urban legend, like it kind of yeah. has that status of creep, uh, like Polybius and stuff like that. Uh, we'll, we might, we'll do an episode of Polybius at some point, because even though it's not a creepypasta, it's definitely influenced creepypastas. Like it's basically like one of the deities of creepypastas. Oh yeah. Without being one. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's basically more of an urban legend. Uh, but this one has is a creepypasta that kind of be is kind of your your it, it treats itself less of a creepy pasta like that we've seen on the show and more like an urban legend like more something from the 80s and 90s mm. um so i like it for that um and just like again it, it doesn't fall into a lot of the tropes that we've seen on the show 
uh, be, like uh, for video game creep bosses where it's like where it goes into huge like walkthrough detail or it just skims over like the the story the game's ideas and we have a character like in some of that so yeah no I will like it's and on the uh, is it creepy the ideas proposed on it like the concept of it is a little bit is a high creepiness like like not like high concept creepiness like the whole like like why was Yamamoto crying? Like why? And like this, like kind of sad, depressing, like tragedy. Like they added this tragedy of this mind um, with these cryptic puzzles and so that trying to give you like an air of mystery of like spookiness. Um, I don't know. To me, it just kind of clicked. It worked well for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will recommend Kill Switch. Um, at least the story as done by the archivist on Invisible Games. Which I think is actually the original story itself. Yep. Like the other, all the other ones, or any like like synopsis ones that I've I, I saw when I first found yeah. out about it were just basically doing rundowns of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll recommend it, Mikey. I do not recommend it. Yes. Oh my! <laughs> and this is a shocker here. <laughs> the one of the main reasons, um, obviously, the poor grammar. Yeah. Um, that's a given. But it's the visualization. Didn't do it for you? It was not enough information for me to come up with a solidified what this game looks like in my mind. Okay. Because they name drop Mist and Silent Hill, mm-hmm. which are clearly 3D in an era this. where this is 2D. So you can't base it off of them well, yeah. at all. But because that was... Obviously, just to mention the type of 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 exploration and stuff. Yeah. But, so... I did actually look online... uh, Sorry, just a quick thing. I did actually look online uh, for something from the 1980s, like 1980s or, or like, 1990s, of a horror game that was a... Or a mystery game that was a side-scroll, and I couldn't... I, I found Clock Tower, and I found another Japanese one that the title alludes to because it was, like, a... It was it was a, a, a it was a Japanese name and I can't remember it. Yeah. But it was basically like a top down, like almost like Pokemon style. Yeah. Like horror game thing. But that was about it. Like there's no, oh. they're what they're just really have all the other ones have been 3D. Yeah. Like, even and like like the the one for 1989 1990 was Alone in the Dark, which was a PS1 3D game. So. So, but my mind did sort of go with the top down Pokemon sort of game. Yeah. Um, and not a platformer. That's what you thought of, of it like? Sort of. Uh, well, mainly because when I was in high school, uh, we played with actually making games. Yeah. Uh, and I know one of my friends at the time actually made a game and tried out having the player be invisible and stuff. But in that game, it was a maze Gotcha, yeah. Which game. would have been so, which very makes, similar to this then, yeah. Which makes more sense because it's a maze, but there was no enemies. You just had to get to the end. Yeah. Um, and then from a design standpoint, it actually became more interesting when he had the character visible, but the walls were invisible. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then, yeah, I know where I am, but how the heck do I get out of this maze that I can't see the walls? It's basically yeah. like, like, um, like, uh, kind of almost simulates like when you're in a completely dark, lightless room, or like maze where you can't see any of the walls and so that except for feel of them. Yeah, and that's how that would work. Yeah. Yeah. So, the the whole design decision to have an invisible character just 
I know for a fact doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, like I said, the whole sort of top-down is probably about as close as you can get for that for yeah. this type of game. Like even with text section that explains what you're doing and it's like yeah. you can't touch yeah, that I would, or yeah it, it probably is like I, I keep so. envisioning like a 2D side scroller but I can definitely see now like, I can definitely see the, it being like a top down yeah. game because yeah. like, especially like in like that period like even the Atari and some of that had that kind of mentality like, there was never like the side scrolling stuff really came into with uh, Zelda um, mm-hmm. like Legend of Zelda and some of that uh, I think Link to, uh, was it uh, Legend of Zelda 2 yeah. was when they actually employed like 2D side scroller yeah but like yeah with a maze like thing of like being in like tunnels of like a mine like that yeah so that top down would definitely be more of the visual well the thing for me is after when I did a tiny bit of research I looked in just Google images and this is one of the th- ones that came up yes yeah, so that's what I can I had that yeah. kind of I had that thing in my head from yeah I visualized that without seeing that. And yeah, that's, that's kind of like... uh, one of the ones that is on a YouTube channel. Yeah. That somebody obviously made. Yeah. Yeah. But as their, this is what I've envisioned. Yeah, for that's it. true. Yeah. Uh, and they tried to make it look real because they use a username that was in this past as their YouTube username. Oh, did yeah. they? So. Hey, see, that's another, like again. Sorry to just hijack your your recommendation opinion thing for a second. That's another thing I like about the story is that it allows you to it allows the reader to kind of wor- like world build along with the uh, or it, it's a, it's really just an example of world building um, yeah. as well with this one where it's not taking a previously existing thing and it's 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 an original concept it's an original title or like an original game idea. But the problem stems from the fact that if you're writing something, you want all your readers to get the same. Visual, not always. I don't think always. I mean, there are some times where you can leave, you leave uh, leave certain things like up to the interpretation of the reader. Like you're not like you may have one idea, but your reader like you you can never control what your reader like thinks when it when it comes to read. Like this show has definitely proven that. <laughs> um, like I think like leaving it open like leave like it's not a I don't think it's a flaw to have like multiple people interpreting a different idea for this game because it is it's not a real game first of all yeah, yeah. it's and so like you can have that kind of interpretation well I envision like I, I, but, I envision it as a 2D platform like like that image just showed but a li- but, little more description yeah would have been a little more right focused up. but like because <laughs> but the thing is because it's a video game creepypasta and also I remembered that thing I was going to talk about okay. um, <laughs> because it's a video game creepypasta wait I think I lost it again doesn't matter <laughs> because it's a, a video game creepypasta though. oh I found it again okay um, you kind of want the reader to know what type of video game it is you know mm-hmm. because otherwise it's just open to interpretation and it's more of just a story and not a video game like it's less video gamey the less you explain it to a point yeah because if you explain it too much then it's a pain we we discussed this but the fundamentals i believe have to be discussed Mm -hmm. or if if it's a platformer say it's a platformer yeah you know if it's not then say what it is yeah all right i mean i don't know i i i I'm still you like the, the mystery. I'm still, of the, I'm still of the opinion of like I like my mystery. Like, like I like this the wonderment of like letting your reader figure it out or like decide a little bit. But I do understand also that it is another opinion to have like to like want to be a little bit more concrete, uh, especially when it comes to when you're talking about video game, even though it doesn't exist. Yeah, but the thing is, there's enough mystery 
or there should be enough mystery in, in a video game preview pasta to begin with. Okay. Without having to think about what it looks like or what type of game it is. Yeah. That should be the least thing, the smallest thing you were worrying about. Fair enough. Because <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. the main mystery is like why this game is weird and, cr- and what are the secrets of it. No. Yeah. Threatening for, or fretting over like what, what, what design is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, <laughs> we completely hijacked your, your <laughs> recommendations. I apologize. That's that's what we do here. <laughs> yeah. So the I've pretty much gone. We've gone over everything. Uh, it's clear that it needs more editing. Yeah. So maybe, so extra, well, well, I mean, like, like but that's clear like with all previous episodes. Like, we're late, but, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, yeah. It's also the thing. It's also the nature of creep bosses because they are basically just like, regardless of the like the authorship, like usually like they're like amateur writing or like they're just like for they, they tend to just be like first drafts, just get out there mainly to use like the internet itself as an editing tool. Yes, yeah. I know, like, because we like. We do always we do always harp on the show about like first draft like something being obviously a first draft, but like and then but sometimes that's the the, the reasoning why why people post it online is like so they can get opinions from other people, and I mean is that a good thing is that a bad thing that's up in the air debate of whether or not it is because I've seen commenters that are really constructive criticism and then I've seen ones that are complete assholes, but that's the nature mm-hmm. of the internet. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. So. End of the day. End of the day, I'm not recommending it. Okay. Okay. That uh, were on to me, I suppose. So, Gamer and Yellow. Um, honestly, I'm going to be kind of in the middle between you two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am literally and figuratively in the middle between you two right now. Because um, I like aspects of it, but there's other aspects I don't like about it. So, I like the fact... I remember the thing I was going to talk about, too. I like the fact that... It's not a real video game. Yeah, that someone's making a creepypasta mm-hmm. on. Yeah, the world okay. building. Aspect. Because yeah. you don't need some someone's prior knowledge of the game to enjoy this in its entirety yeah. perfectly. The only thing they have to do is actually explain what the actual game is. Yeah, but I like that aspect. The aspects I don't like is the fact that they don't explain the game very much. That it runs on a bit and all that. Where so I'll I'll recommend it. But this is a little bit because it's interesting and different, and I like that a lot. But it does need a little bit of work. It needs the things we've talked about already. Yeah, which we've so <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll recommend it just a little bit though, just, little just bit. tentatively, just, just a little bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also it wasn't really all that creepy. Yeah, it was the the like <laughs> it was trying to create a mood of like like a I think at best it was a somber mood and like it's less it's less like hot, like blatant creepiness and more like kind of to me it's, it was a subtle creepiness like yeah. like it was creepy in that it was like the mystery of this like weird of the the plot and so that and like these weird like secrets and like what is what's what's the representation of it and so that, and then why was Yamamoto Yamamoto crying and some of that like why did it leave people like traumatized when they finished it. But um, he, he didn't even finish it. He just... just like oh, Again, we don't know. <laughs> and again, that's also another issue. Well, obviously that, that he didn't finish issue. it because he was at the select screen. Yeah. The and also that could there. be an issue like, why was... Yeah, why was he crying? Because he didn't even start the game. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. They, they didn't mention a lot of things. Yeah. You know? So... And personally, <laughs> I wish it was... I, I'm fully behind 
creepypasta video games being influential on the person with the creepy supernatural aspect. And this does not do that. That's because why I really a... that's why I'm I'm low on the recommendation, but it's interesting, so it'll be like, okay, yeah. Try like, it I if think you want, I you know. Think, I think it deserves like a recommendation in that for me anyway, like personally. Yeah. Just because like it is kind of the forefather of like the weird creepy or like the weird strange like unusual video game that doesn't exist but people think thought like there were people that like there are probably still or were people when this game for when this story first came out that people were looking for it like online yeah um and like reading it like i was like i started like having little inklings like did carvina corporation actually exist was this based <laughs> off of something like and like i went online and looked up, i was like oh no carvina's totally yeah bupkis and but that's good because they yeah. explained at least that part enough to make you question make, it. yeah exactly yeah and then, what if he's crying because he beat Ghast? That's what I was thinking as well. Like, what if? Yeah, what <laughs> maybe if it doesn't delete cast? the game yeah. when you maybe beat you, Ghast. That maybe that's so that you can play that, Oh my god! That's like, <laughs> like, like you find out like this, the terrible ending of beating Ga- of, of Ghast. Yeah, no, I'd like that. I like that would be a cool like that. That's that's a cool like that's the creepy interpretation. Like, why is if, if that's the case, then why is what what caused him to start crying? But the thing is, there's a lot of questions here. No, no, and there's exactly. no answers. Yeah, but that's that's also part of the point. Like, because you can have a story like like that tells you all the answers, but it sometimes belittles the game or the, belittles the story. Whereas sometimes having a lot of questions at, like not unanswered leaves your audience, or leaves your reader to like speculate themselves. Like, what, what the fuck did I just read? like? And like maybe sometimes that's what you want, like some sensationalism of like, wait, what the fuck? Like, like Inception, the end of Inception. The, the the when the uh, the spinner just keeps going and it's like and then it cuts to Chris before it ever actually falls out. It's like, wait, is he in the dream or is he not? What's what's going on? And then you start talking to your friends about it. It's the same thing with like uh, sleepaway camp, um, where like uh, spoilers for for a twenty thirty year old movie, a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Angela's a boy and a ke- and a killer. And when that last scene, that last zinger scene of the ending of, the, of that movie, yeah. Um, she like when it cut it literally cuts on her like like screeching uh, like un- inhumanly in a, a human vo- in a hu- uh, completely naked boy uh, um, body um, and There's blood or all and, and like blood splatter because she just killed the the boy that uh, was interested in her in quotes mm-hmm. and then it cuts to credits and I was like you you walk out of the st- in that by that point in the th- we've heard like accounts where like people walked out of the theater from that and it was like and just like literally just gathered around the, the- like outside the theater just start talking. talking. What the fuck? What was that all? <laughs> what, what's going on? Like it's just like a zinger, like a revelation thing, like just blows your mind, like that. I think. Okay, that but let of, me say this Did, for this story. Like, well, we just had like this entire discussion. Oh, I know that, it. but that's about but, everything like, in it. I'm just saying, yeah. is there that zinger at the end in this? Yes, I think so because like it does leave you asking questions, and like obviously people online like comment is like, what the hell? What was the ending all about? Like, yeah, was but like, it's what? not. I'm like, not going to say it's a zinger. It's more of like what? Not not. Zinger, but like like that kind of like it, it it leaves you with questions that it leaves you to speculate and like discuss and I like that aspect of it like that's maybe that's why and again that's an opinion that we've had I've had on the show for like like forever basically and maybe that's why like I enjoy video game creep because I don't mind the the endings that just kind of like leave you off with questions because I want to, I like I want to discuss those questions yeah like just like like just speculate like it's harmless speculation because we're not going to get an answer but I have theories <laughs> of course so yeah that's 
again, that's the the other thing that goes on with like video game creep bosses or some creep bosses in general is like having the, like all those questions are sometimes a good thing for me, at least in terms of as a reader. I hear you. <laughs> questions are good, but it needs some more explanation. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Like personally, right. I would like it if. Like, the small amount of technical explanation, I would like. I would like to know what the game was on. Like, obviously... Yeah, we do... Like, we, right yeah, off the bat, they didn't say it was a PC game. That's So, true, I yeah. went in there thinking it's a console game, because I've been playing consoles for a long time. Yeah. So, I immediately went in there thinking it was that. Then, at the end, I had, had the revelation that, oh, it's PC, that, right, it deletes itself. Yeah, and I don't know why and, I just instantly... I think it's because I heard students, and I instantly thought it was, oh, well, students had access to computers, and... But that's the thing. There's but, too many questions yeah. among all of us of simple, yeah. simple yeah. things. That they should have been like just explaining off the get go, bam, bam, bam. This is what that is. This is what that is. Yeah. Without rushing it too much, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Basically, we we're all conflicted on why we like, or why we like, or why we don't like the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's that's fine. Like we all have our different opinions. We've never claimed to be of the same opinion on the show, or ever been able. I think we've rarely like reached a point where like we all agreed on something uh, like unanimously. Mm-hmm. It's happened like once or twice. I think that's yeah. about it. Yeah, a few times. So yeah, it's just it's just it's just a uh, matter of opinion with most with everything. So yeah. All right, so I guess that is that. It, that's it for Kill Switch, however long that was. So that was this week's episode. Uh, so if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Me and Mikey are on Twitter, uh, so you can send us messages. Uh, Mikey uh, posts quotes for each uh, from each uh, creep pasta on there. Um, usually one from his nitpick uh, corner, and uh, I usually just you know favorite them or favorite other horror things or sci-fi things and other podcast people. Um, I play but Warframe, I'm, so I'm not on Twitter <laughs> or any of that. Yeah. Well, catch me on Warframe, yeah, Gamer in Yellow, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. <laughs> Watch you get like a flood of people. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's no W. Right, man. There's no W on Yellow because Xbox doesn't give me enough length to have my full name, but it's fine. So, so it would be G A M E R T H E G A M E R I N Y E double L O. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. No spaces. So if you'd like to contact Gabriel Yellow, you can Fuck. Have, an, have an Xbox. <laughs> um, wow. Um, and yeah, you can talk to, uh, you can send us suggestions on Twitter as well for creep bosses or stories that you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, Mikey at E stands for Evil and Review Cultist at Review Cultist. Um, yeah, you can send us uh, you can uh, do send us a review or a rating on iTunes. Every little bit helps. Um, and you can send us uh, emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also send us suggestions for other creep buses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Um, you can check out the title cards for each episode on YouTube as part of the videos or on Tumblr at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And if you would like to support us, go to Patreon and look up Al Dente Rigamortis. We have uh, several different tiers of uh, patronage. Most of the time it's uh, just extra content or uh, an extra show and uh, early access, depending on which tier you choose. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I am the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.
then Yakamoto, and then Yamamoto is crying. But the question is, is there a Datamoto? <laughs> Forced Animaniacs joke. Yamamoto, Yakamoto, and Datamoto. Ha! Uh, <laughs> ha! Hello, nurse. <laughs> Hello, Porto. 